Hey, you bunch of weirdos. It's your friend Mike. Good morning. Or evening, or middle of the night, or wherever you are, whatever time it is, top of the day to you. Alright, so we left off with me deciding I'm not moving anymore. I'm done with that shit. Finally fit in somewhere, or at least I think I fit in. Starting to feel good about myself, you know, and I'm just not going to move again. The problem was, I was 15, and I decided that I'm going to run away if I have to. Whatever the case is, I am not going back to Anoka. Wow. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so I start living with this girl named Leah. She has a little baby named Gavin. She had a spare bedroom, so we talked her into letting me live in there, if I could give her some money uh, for the room. And everything worked out fine, besides she had... Like, uh, girlfriends that were in their late teens, early 20s, so I didn't mind hanging around all the time. And, uh, <laughs> you know, as my strategy goes, just stare at them. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things going on with the people that were in and out with their lifestyle and stuff that uh, I just wasn't comfortable with. And... Uh, at some point, I remember complaining about it, and my friend Kevin Lundorf said something, I can't even remember, something about something about having a room or a basement or something. I don't even know how it got brought up, but his mom worked for the high school I went to, and I ended up moving in with them for... I believe most of my junior year or maybe the whole thing and uh, and my senior year and thank God that happened because if that didn't happen I would have never finished high school I would have probably been a lot more trouble and who knows but she they kind of showed me what a normal normal life is like and just just understanding that there's a whole new reality that not every not every childhood is like the one that I was living um, you know it's just an eye opener and then you know Bev would make sure that I'm in class you know she would check on me she would teach me how to do things like do my own taxes and even when I didn't have to do my own taxes because I didn't make enough money, she's like, you're going to do them anyways, and we're going to teach you how, um, which it's not really relevant anymore because I use the software, but uh, just little things like that. She's taking the time to show me. She knew nobody else was going to show me, so she did it, and I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, she also made sure I was in my special classes because my senior year, I didn't have a single study hall like everybody else. I had to work my ass off just to 
finish high school, I remember I was in ninth grade Spanish class my senior year. <laughs> so <clears throat> I was the old weird guy hanging out with all the freshmen. Uh, of course, they did my homework for me, so I guess it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't too bad. But uh, that's weird how it all works out. But if it wasn't for her pushing me, I definitely would not have graduated high school. Even though I barely graduated high school, on the diploma, they don't show your GPA. So I'm okay with just a diploma. If they showed my 1.8 or 1.9 GPA, <laughs> well, I don't know what the hell that would mean, but it would definitely show people that I made it out alive, barely. And then what the hell do I do after high school? That's the problem. I didn't even think about going to college or anything like that. But during uh, my junior year in football, I was on and off, injured all the time, uh, tried out for a corner again, and I was dominating. I was, you know, had more interceptions than anybody. I was the fastest or one of the top two fastest on the team at that point. And I wanted to play corner, something that fit my size a little bit. But I was so angry that when we had tackling drills that I would just knock the shit out of people that were way bigger than me and somehow that got me put at linebacker again. Anyways, that that year went pretty good. I got a lot of uh, got some recognition. And the first time I went to a ceremony after after uh, the season and I saw some of the people I, I was looking up to uh, get their awards like defensive back of the year all conference stuff like that and I decided that I'm going to play linebacker next year too just go with it apparently I was a little bit decent at it and finally my senior year I have a dominant year even though our our school was small compared to the rest of the schools and you know we got our asses kicked a lot of the times but I got nominated for player of the week I was first team all conference at the end of the year I was honorable mention for all state I was defensive back of the year for our team I was first team all area so I won all these awards uh, and my mom and dad were not at a single game. So, but Bev and Jeff came to some games. And, you know, it is what it is. At that time, it, it didn't really seem like much to me because I, I was used to my parents not coming to my, my games ever since eighth grade. So I was completely used to that. But when it hit me, is at the ceremony when I was getting all my rewards and all the parents were there to congratulate people and I'm standing up there in front of everybody getting my awards and I'm happy for the recognition but at the same time I'm freaking heartbroken because nobody is there that I proved wrong basically because my whole life they're telling me oh you're too small to play football give that shit up oh you know 
it's worthless to try blah 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 and here I am I, I proved him wrong and nobody is there and you know that kind of forever not forever I guess it doesn't affect me now but you know for a long time that affected me and I mean I've had to deal with that as an adult because you kind of learn to just go to battle by yourself and in a way it's uh, it's a blessing because you know I, if I have a goal I'm okay going alone at it uh, with no support but either way if you guys are going through something similar or have gone through something similar give it a good meaning make it so that part of your identity is being able to go after unpopular things and not only that the thing that really made high school my junior and senior year the craziest was that I started chasing after this girl and I heard rumors that oh you know uh, Mike Mike wants to get with me but he has no chance he has no chance to get with me <laughs> so of course I find that to be a challenge and I chase and I chase and she comes from a stable family and she is a very good student and I'm the bad boy new guy in the town and we should not be together but you know how it ends we end up together I'm with the girl that I shouldn't be with um, but somehow we make it happen so we start dating she's afraid she's embarrassed to tell anybody um, I'm like unsure about it but I know that I like the girl and we end up we end up dating and remember I'm an insecure kid that is dating a girl way out of my weight class <laughs> not weight class but you know what I mean like uh, I should not end up with that girl okay and we end up together and you know one thing leads to another and she misses her period I'm like okay um, hmm and somehow we deny this and up to this point she hasn't been with anybody so I am her first and her parents I guess I don't know why but they trusted me trusted us to sleep in the same bed and the whole situation and now we're in this situation we're freaking out we're freaking out and I just don't know what to do besides you know try to ignore it uh, so <laughs> two three months four months we're still like hoping that she gets her period we haven't taken a uh, a pregnancy test or nothing you know we're just freaking out denial and it gets to the point that <laughs> it's pretty obvious and I think she's stunned I'm stunned because I mean actually I'm not stunned it's kind of I guess how it goes in my family <laughs> you have kids at a young age when you're not ready and but she's stunned she's embarrassed 
you know, everyone's talking. And, you know, I'm not a good guy at this point at all. Like, I'm not mean or anything, but I'm just, I wasn't, I wasn't supportive. Uh, when she needed me the most, I wasn't there. Uh, you know, I'd rather, you know, I did, I did the best that I could, I guess, at the, at the moment in time, the old version of myself, I didn't run away, I didn't, I didn't like suggest, you know, an abortion or anything like that, I, I just like, okay, we're gonna have a baby, and, you know, it is what it is, and we just wrote it out, and, uh, my daughter was born, March 6th of my senior year, and, you know, it's still something I struggle with because, <clears throat> because we don't have a good relationship now. And, you know, she's in her teen, her teen years and there's other things to do besides, um, you know, try, go out of her way to form a relationship with her, with her dad, who wasn't there for a, a big part of her life. Which is which is coming up uh, in coming podcast, you know, after my little stint in college and things like that, uh, you know, that's you guys will hear more about that. But it's still something that I haven't dealt with. I guess I've tried, but I've I've done my part that I can do right now, and. I just stay persistent with that, and um, like any kid in their teens, it's not a priority, so I understand, and I also understand there's some feelings and some questions and a lot of things that we're going to have to work through in due time, but I'm willing to have those conversations. Uh, anyways, okay, so you guys will hear more about that uh, coming up, but Let's finish. Let's finish high school. So high school, um, football. You know, friends. I'm I'm taking classes that I shouldn't be in because I didn't do well in school, and I'm just crunching, crunching, crunching. I'm determined to graduate, and I barely make the cut. And during during this time. Uh, I'm crunching. I want to play football, but I can't get a scholarship anywhere. Because <laughs> if your grades can't, you know, if you don't qualify to even get into the school, uh, you know, it makes it tough to get a scholarship. So uh, I wasn't going to play football. I was thinking, mm, maybe I'll go be an electrician or something. Because uh, the only reason I'd go to college was to play football. You know, I didn't want to be in school any longer than I had to be. Uh, so, time goes on and on. I realize I'm not playing football. I'm being recruited by some, you know, Division two schools and stuff. But as soon as they, as soon as they ask about my grades, the letters stop. And at some point during my senior year, my football coach says, "Mike, you have to play football somewhere." 
you have to get to the next level. He's like, as long as you graduate, you can play at a, a junior college, which a lot of kids do, and you can continue on, you know, at least a, a couple more years playing football. So that was the choice, and my friend Pat, my friend Pat Krebs, uh, was also a pretty good baseball player in high school, and I was like, Pat, you know, let's go play, let's go play at a junior college. And it didn't even it didn't even register with him because he thought he was going to work on the farm. He came from this little town uh, called Sobieski, Minnesota. I think the population is like 200 people, and has a bar, a church, and a baseball field. And he's like, "What? Go to go to college?" And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Come, just come visit with me." So we went and visited. He talked to the baseball coach. I talked to the football coach. We liked it. I think we played uh, basketball that day, met some people, and, um, you know, it was just a whole new experience for him because I think from his little town <laughs> and uh, at this junior college, everyone we met were, was a black kid besides a, a couple players, and he's just, like, stunned at the difference in the athletic ability and uh, between little towns, you know, the star athlete is not that good of an athlete. They they usually can't even make it at a, like a Division three school. So he's just blown away by all these athletes. He's afraid he's not going to make the team. And uh, but he does. And we will continue on next time. All right, guys. Artofgrowth.com. Art of Growth on Facebook follow along and thank you my friend Holly for keep pushing me to do this I didn't feel like walking and talking today but here I am so all right we'll see you guys next time so you know that's that even though I moved out early I had a, a little bit of help and it seems like a lot of random things just happen and you end up people end up finding it in their heart to help and you know, without that, who knows what the hell would happen. Um, so I'll talk to you guys next time. And we'll talk about... <laughs> Actually, coming up, I I think... Let's see, yeah, I quit. I quit football. But not because I want to. Because I have some uh, limiting, to be, limit, limiting beliefs that came from a beating that I took from my mom. Uh, and it came full circle later so enjoy your day guys adios